Hi everyone and welcome back to Weird World of Rose. I am Rose and thank you all for tuning in this week. Again, sorry it's a bit late, I'm thinking about rejigging when I upload. Um, so I'm thinking that I might do it on a Friday instead. So next week there won't be an episode on Monday or throughout the week but it will come out on Friday at lunchtime again. So that's my plans for the podcast in the future, um, just when it comes to update times, because I often find that I'm quite busy over the weekends, I work a little bit more over the weekends, um, and don't really have a time to record and post and stuff, um, so again, I'm really sorry that that's happened again this week, but here we are, um, we're, we're still moving, we're still doing it, um, and this week, I invite you all to fall in love with me a little bit and maybe even find out we're soulmates. Um, so this week I was listening to a it's either a podcast or a video. It was a tri- definitely a Trixie and Katia thing. And they mentioned the New York Times um 36 questions to fall in love like segment that they did back in like 2015. And I think that it's based off a um, yeah, studied by the psychologist Arthur Aaron and others, um, all to do with intimacy between two strangers and like accelerating that by asking them like um, a series of personal questions. So there's 36, and I've got them off the New York Times website. Um, I'm going to be answering them. A few of them I'm going to miss out because a few of them are sort of like. Um, one like I can see here is name three things you and your partner have in common. Common, obviously, I'm talking to a microphone in my kitchen, in like my living room. So like, there's not really much that anyone has in common. Excuse me, I'll take a drink. I have a protein shake bottle filled with like Nesquik <laughs> chocolate milk. Um, so I won't be answering ones like that, um, but I will be answering the rest of them. So um, I know we've done a few of little questions, things like this before, but I thought this was quite a nice one. And also, it's just given me a bit of a time to think about what I would answer these questions as. They are set out into three different sets, and each set is supposed to be more, like, in-depth. Obviously, the first one's very sort of, like, um, base-level things. We delve a little bit deeper with set two, and a little bit even more deeper with um, set three. So, without further, 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 further ado... I will get started with this. So, the first question is, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want to invite as a dinner guest? And for this one, I had to think about this one a lot. Because I've been asked this question a lot about, um, quite often they sort of phrase it as like, who would you invite dead or alive? So, if I was to answer it like that, I would invite my granddad. Been thinking about him a lot lately. It's going to be ten years since he died in November. Um, so, and I, there's, there's a lot of things that have happened in that time that I'd really like to tell him and have conversations with him about. Um, so I think that dead that would be my granddad, um, Grumps, and alive. I think Emma Watson. There was a lot of people I thought about like the queen I was like I'd really like to give dinner with the queen that'd be fun um or like 
big celebrities like Beyonce or like Kim Kardashian or something like that. But then when I actually thought about it of like who would I enjoy as a dinner guest and less of like a exciting opportunity to get to meet someone really famous, it would be Emma Watson. I She inspires me a lot, like with all of her like going through university and college while also like filming the Harry Potter films and just building this big like beautiful life for herself and her family and just being a feminist icon as well um and I feel like I'd have some really interesting um like dinner conversation with her uh, so that's that question um number two would you like to be famous in what way so again this is one of those questions you get asked a lot I always feel like I used to say as a kid like I wanted to be like a famous actress or a famous singer or something like that I think I would like to be famous but not really famous if that makes sense like I don't want to be like a Kim Kardashian as I said or like a Beyonce where you can't really leave your house without like security at all times and having maybe like a disguise or something like you can't just go to the supermarket or go and like fill your own car with like petrol but I think that I'd enjoy the sort of level of fame where I feel like I could do some good with it um so I would say maybe even as like an influencer as such just being able to use my platform to advocate for things that I believe in so that's my view on that I'm just gonna have another drink for the next question um next question is before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why yes because anxiety um I really I hate phone calls I despise phone calls I don't like making phone calls um to people that are new um I'm very good at making phone calls to my GP at the moment but that's just because I have to make a lot of phone calls with my GP um and I have done over the past like year or so um and I always know what they're going to ask like what I need to tell them things like that I can have all of that ready but when it comes to like impromptu phone calls so when someone rings me I'm not expecting it. I hate it. Like, most of the time, I won't answer. Unless it's, like, a friend and I know that they're probably ringing me for something, like, important and I'm, like, comfortable with them. But if it's, like, just someone ringing me, I'd be a bit like, ooh. So, yes, I do. I rehearse my phone calls. (laughs) So, what would constitute as a perfect day for you is question number four. Um, I think just really relaxed, like going to the beach um like swimming in the sea I think spending time with people I love so like whether that be my family or like my friends and just like it'd be really warm weather but the evening would sort of be quite warm as well and we could sit out and have some drinks and just just one of those like summer days where it just feels like you're invincible like that's my perfect day um number five is when did you last sing to yourself slash to someone else um both of the answers to this is well actually last time I sung to myself was just now in the shower um currently sat here in my dressing gown with my hair up in a towel 
Um, because I've just had a shower and done a purple shampoo treatment on my hair. Um, so I was singing in my shower. Um, and then this morning at work, when I was feeding one of the women that we look after breakfast, I was singing to her because she likes it if you sing to her. Um, so that's the last time that I sung to myself or someone else. Um, number six is if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? I think my mind because, like, my body's already pretty, like, janky as it is. Like, my back's bad, like, my knees are bad, like, stuff like that. And I'm kind of accepting of the fact that when I get older, I am going to have, like, arthritis and multiple sort of just, like, issues with things in my body. Um, And I'm kind of, I'm okay with that now. I've come to the realisation that's going to happen. And I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can deal with that. Um, But I think that I love having conversations and I love learning about new things. And I think that to lose that, is like awful and I'd hate it I've seen like how dementia and stuff like like an Alzheimer's have affected people who I know who I've looked after who are like grandparents of friends and stuff like that and it is horrible and I wouldn't wish it upon anyone or anyone's family so I would like to keep my mind please um number seven do you have a secret hunch about how you will die yes um I kind of have two answers, but they both sort of go under the umbrella of something really stupid. Um, I'm talking about, I think, if I was going to die, like, prematurely, like, earlier ages, um, I'd either choke, and I'd choke to death when there wasn't someone in the room to, like, help me, um, because I choke on my food a lot, um, because I've got um, a lot of allergies, so my sinuses are constantly, like, swollen, which means that most of the time I can't breathe through my nose. So when I'm eating foods like rice or like peas and sweet corn, like things like that, or like flaky pastry, obviously I'm trying to breathe still. So I'll breathe through my mouth and it'll, they'll always just shoot to the back of my throat and I'll choke. <laughs> but I'm okay. I've never really had anything horrific happen so far. Usually I like cough like loads and I've got quite a good cough on me to get things out. <laughs> so either that or... I'm just gonna like fall over one day and hit my head and like die um because I'm really clumsy like that's what I mean by something stupid like it won't be anything like dramatic or something like that either that or like I don't know we don't really have like we have a lot of heart issues quite a lot of people in our family die from like heart complications so that maybe um, I don't really like to think about it in all honesty. So number eight was the name three things you and your partner ha- appear to have in common. Nothing really. Sorry, Mr. Microphone. Sorry, laptop. Sorry, alcohol and milk cupboard. Um, so question nine: For what in your life do you feel most grateful? This one's easy. My family. I think if you'd asked me this a few years ago, I would have given a different answer. But I'm so thankful for my family because they're the people that give me and allow me to do and have the opportunities that I have in life. Like, they've, like, raised me and love me, like, no matter what and things like that. So I really appreciate my family. I'm very grateful for all of them. 
Um, 10, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? And this is this one thing that sort of connects back to if I could have like a dinner with my granddad. I really, really wish that I'd been taught more about my family history at an earlier age because um, we didn't really learn about my granddad's family lineage until after he died. And I think that it's something that I would have been so interested in knowing about. Like, I'm so interested in knowing about it now, but obviously it's a little bit too late for that. Um, piece of cardboard sorts my leg. Um, it's a bit too late for that now, unfortunately. Um, but I think I'd like to have learn a bit more about my family history but other than that I think I was raised perfectly thank you mum thank you dad um yeah um okay so I'm not gonna do the next one because it's it says take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible we've already done that if you want to hear about my life story it's pretty much the entirety of the first episode um, basically, I lived in the same house as I always do. Obviously, I live at uni at the moment now, but like back home, I do. Um, Mom, dad, me, up until I was eight. Then we adopted my younger brother. He was five. Um, went to school, went to secondary school, went to sixth form. Um, during secondary school, my granddad moved in with us. Um, did sixth form, did three years of sixth form, worked throughout the entirety of it as well um got into uni um got my job that I currently have now went to America COVID <laughs> that's pretty much it but if you want any more in depth if you listen back to the other um episodes it's kind of like a slight plug for the earlier episodes um I talk a lot about my life and what I'm doing now what I have done in the past few years like uni things like that okay so 12 if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? And I think that I would have to say, so originally I was going to say to speak a different language. And I was going to say something like Chinese or um, like Spanish, because they are very well, like they're spoken a lot. They're like two of the biggest spoken languages in the, in the world. Um, but I actually think that I would slightly tweak that to be that I would be able to learn languages really easily because I struggle learning languages I speak a bit of Spanish but like not really enough to order like a drink at a bar and maybe get around if I needed it um but I think the ability to be able to learn languages and like retain them is so impressive <laughs> like honestly those people that like know how to speak multiple languages like I envy you so much okay we are on set two of the questions i'm just gonna take another drink this chocolate milk is really good um, i had some at my nan's when i was staying at my nan's um when i was home and honestly it's pretty bomb and so i bought some for myself but obviously i make it with oat milk um so it's kind of i don't know obviously it's got milk powder and stuff in it but it's still good okay set two if a crystal ball could tell you you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? This one, I don't actually have an answer written down, so I am pretty much just going off what is on the top of my head, because I'm not sure. (sighs) 
I think I'd want to know if I'm on the right path. And I wouldn't particularly want to know what path I'm supposed to be on. And I wouldn't particularly want to know what I'm doing wrong. But I want to know whether there is anything that I need to change, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, because I find those things sort of difficult because I kind of like the like not knowing part of it. Like It would stress me out too much because I feel like I'd find out something about myself and then I'd, I'd obsess over it. Okay. Um, 14, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? I think the big thing is traveling, doing a big backpacking like adventure around um, Asia. And by Asia, I mean literally the whole of Asia. Um, Oceania, like going to New Zealand and Australia and even Europe and Africa. Like I just want to see the world pretty much. Um, but money and time and Rona at the moment has stopped me from doing that. Um, but it's definitely going to be a thing that I'm going to try and push to do within the next like five years. Okay. 15, what is your greatest accomplishment of your life? And I think it is, give me a few months before I can officially say this, but making it through uni, like it's been tough. Like, there's been some moments where I have thought about just, like, dropping out. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. It's too stressful. Like, it's taken over my life. I don't even know what, if I want to use my degree and stuff like that. I've had moments like that. But I'm so proud of myself for, like, sticking at it. Because I've come out the other end of it. And I actually, I feel like it has enriched my life so much. And not just the course, but, like, just in general, doing like the uni experience like living alone living in flats with people things like that so yeah um 16 what do you value most in friendships honesty um I'm a big big lover of honesty um I think especially when when you're annoyed at people so I'd much rather you tell me that I'm doing something wrong I might have a little paddy tantrum about it in that minute, but then I'll work on it um, within myself and outwardly in what I'm doing and the way that I behave and the way that our relationship is. And I'd rather do that than find out from someone else or the um, like friendship dissolve because there's not been that communication. So it's sort of like honesty, but like communication as well. I feel like they come hand in hand. Um being honest about your feelings and emotions with your friends is so important, but it's also so enriching for the both of you. Like, it's definitely a thing that with this group of girls that we've been doing a lot more recently, and I know I don't speak for the whole group, but I found it so much more, like, enriching as, like, a friendship. Like, I feel like I get a lot more out of it. Um, cool. 17, what is your most treasured memory? And... My most treasured memory is a accumulation of memories, but sort of the time that I spent in Florida, like I was so happy and sort of at peace with myself. And I think that that was my last taste of freedom before Rona. Like that was my last taste of the world. Um, I treasure that memory 
greatly and like knowing the fact that it could be years before I see some of those girls again um, so yeah I treasure that memory greatly I'm just taking another sip we are on oh, question 18 what is your most terrible memory and this is something that I actually discussed this morning with my therapist um I my most terrible memory is um like the last time I saw my granddad um because I think that I knew it was going to be the last time if that makes sense like even though I think he lived for a week two weeks afterwards but I knew I knew that that was it I knew that there wasn't going to be another time and I remember that just being like horrible it was really bad I hated it. it yeah um number 19 if you knew that in one year would you would die suddenly would you change anything about the way you are living now why yes I would do more if I found out today that I was gonna die suddenly in a year I would I think I might finish uni so I could accomplish it like because I've only got like a few months left but like I would obviously drop out of my master's course drop out of my teaching course that I'm supposed to be doing the year later um maybe work for like a couple more months but like save all of my money um and I would just go and do the big things I think I'd take out like crazy loans and shit like that as well like see everyone who I love in this world like go and see my friends in Australia go back to America like I think I just I'd want to see everyone <laughs> um number 20 what does friendship mean to you um I put I've put safety um and it's a bit of a weird one I'm probably gonna have to explain it but sort of like it's that safe place that you can go like it's always there um when you've got the right friends and the right right friendships it's always there like and I love that it's like my favorite thing um 21 what do what roles do love and affection play in your life um they play a big role in my life I like everyone around me to feel my love like if I love you I'm gonna tell you that I'm I love hugs, I love cuddles, I love just like everything like that. I love making people feel loved because I know like there's been a few times in my life where I've not felt that from people with like mainly friends and I don't I don't wish that upon anyone. Um number 22 is altern alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Um obviously can't do that because my microphone can't talk back to me. Um, number 23, how close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Um, I I feel warmth for my family, but I also, it depends, like my immediate family, like my parents, like 100%. But I also think that cousins and aunts, uncles and aunts are a little bit different. Like, I still feel warm for them, and when I'm in a room with them, I'm happy and I'm content. But I don't think that we've always been, like, huggy, kissy, sort of, like, personal touchy, like, personal spacey with a few of them. But you know what? In all honesty, I think that that's just how 
we are as a family but I still I still love them and I still feel that I feel like warmth is that weird that sometimes it's just a bit like mm, like we're quite close and do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's um I think happiness is very personal and I think that I had a, a happy childhood I'm very grateful for everything my parents gave me um so I, I'd probably say it was above average um and how do you number 24 is how do you feel about your relationship with my mother your mother my mum is my best friend I love my mum um I've definitely grown to love her and appreciate spending time with her a lot more um now I'm older like um she's coming up tomorrow to come and see me um which is exciting and like but I think it's the same with my both my parents like I think I've learned to appreciate them and what they've done like now I'm not relying on them as much I sort of see what they did for me if that makes sense okay set three there are a couple of questions that I won't be able to answer again because they are the um like this one, 25, uh, make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room. Can't do that. 26, complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Oh, I don't know. Um, I wish I could share like life experiences with like but I, I feel like that's my friends like it's a bit of a weird one for me like I'd want someone that I could share the big things with if that makes sense um 27 if you were going to become a close friend with your partner please share what would be really important for him or her to know I'm really bad to share a bed with this is a thing that's been brought up a couple of times over the past like week uh, <laughs> I'm really bad to share a bed with I like I've always known it I'm, I'm a big wriggler I starfish um yeah I'm difficult to share a bed with so you're perfect if you're like my nan who um lies there like straight as a pole and doesn't move but if you are also a regular we don't go together <laughs> 28 tell your partner what you like about them cannot do that 29 share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life this one, I had to think about for a minute, but then when I thought about it, I was like, oh my God, like, oh, it, it like sent shivers down my spine, like, in all honesty, like, it made me feel awful, like, remembering it. Um, I walked into the wrong training session once for work, and I sat down, and I had my folder and everything, and I was so adamant I was in the right building, and it wasn't until they started taking the register, and I was like, oh you've not said my name and they were like what's your name and I was like Rose and they was like they were like what are you here for and I was like the first aid training and they were like yeah no this is at the wrong place I I got in my car drove to the hotel where it was and cried (laughs) I cried in my car because it was just so embarrassing like I felt awful because I'd been so adamant I was in the right place and I was not in the right place (laughs) um Number 30, when did you last cry in front of another person by yourself? Um, I cried this morning after therapy. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's a very normal response to therapy sometimes. But it was just like 10 minutes and then I put friends on and ate a sandwich and I was fine. Um, last time I cried in front of another person, I don't remember. Like, I honestly, I don't 
remember i can't recall um but i think that's probably because i've repressed it slightly okay so we are coming up to the 30 minutes of recording time this is another thing that really annoys me um i'm going to um well 31 the question is tell your partner something that you would like like you already like about them can't do that one so now we'll start again on 33 in a few seconds i'm gonna have a drink i'm gonna eat a few crisps because i've got a crap packet of crisps i started eating before this and then didn't finish um so i will eat them and i will see you in literally like five seconds <laughs> hi guys i'm back again i had a couple of crisps and a couple more mouthfuls of drink and i am ready to i didn't say pound through the rest of the questions but i don't know if that particularly sounds right I go through the rest of the questions. So, number 32. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? And this one I had to think about a lot. Um, but I think that... I have got some justification about why I'm saying it in the way that I'm saying it. But I think that joking about other people's suicide or other people dying from suicide shouldn't be joked about i think that the way i'm the reason i'm wording it like this is because sometimes like i feel like an offhanded comment of being like oh kill me now or are oh, um <laughs> like oh i'm just gonna oh if this happens i'm just gonna off myself or something like that like obviously in the if you know that person you know that that's not true but i think joking about it when it's sort of saying like this person should or laugh like making jokes like that i think it's too far like i understand that there's like dark humor and people find different things funny but that's just not it's just it's rude and disrespectful and it's disrespectful to families friends like that person themselves like things like that so no no thanks (laughs) um Question 33, if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told told someone? Um, And then why haven't you told them yet? Um, I think that I would regret not telling my um, granddad who lives with us that I love him. We don't, I don't really have conversations with him um like we do like I'll say hello to him like if I need to borrow anything and from him I'll ask him for it and um cables making noises um and like I will have little conversations with him but unlike my nan or my grandma or my parents like don't really have that sort of like uh love you bye type of thing and I think that I would regret that um I think I'm gonna do it next time I see him next time I see him I'm gonna tell pop-ups that I love him um question 34 your house containing everything you own catches on fire after saving loved ones and pets you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item and what would it be and why this one was easy for me um, especially after saying that you've already got your loved ones and pets, because if not, it would be Betty. I'm just saying the rest of my, like, everyone can make their own way out, but that dog is a bit dim sometimes. I would save Dolly. So for anyone who knows me, um, Dolly is my 
she's currently really big i have multiple of them i would be i would be saving the current dolly um she's got like red wool hair with little green bows on it in it like a little blue dress it's got like a little sunflower on the front of it or at least i think it's a sunflower it's got like a flower on the front of it i would save dolly she means the world to me i've had a version of dolly um since I don't even know when my parents got me the first one. Like, I've had them since I was, like, a very young baby. Um, And this dolly that we've got, um, I got a few Christmases back or a few birthdays back. And it's the last one um, that (laughs) that my mum could find on the internet. They can't find any others. They spent a lot of money on her. So I love her. And she's sort of like a reminder of my childhood and stuff like that um 35 of all the people in your family whose death would you find the most disturbing why i hate this question for one because i would find the death of my parents equally disturbing um so my grandparents all four of them now have got some type of illness that is most likely going to kill them or is going to deteriorate them enough that something else will and I am I've come to terms with that and I've sort of accepted that it's a part of growing old and I'm aspiring to spend more time with them and learn as much as I can from them and things like that like so while I would be upset it wouldn't be the most disturbing. Um, but I think the one that would, would would disturb me, if we're using the word disturb me, I think it would be my brother. He's, like, a lot younger than me. He's really, like, healthy, like, lives a very healthy lifestyle. And I think if Ben was to die before me... I would be disturbed and confused. Like, obviously, if my parents died, I'd be distraught. I'd be so upset. But it's that word disturbing that sort of, like, throws me off. But I think it would be my brother. I think I'd be... I think I'd find it difficult to, like, understand why. Like... Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) This is the final question. Yay! Have you all fallen in love with me yet? I really hope so. Um, 36, share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Um, Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. Sometimes you can't do all of that, but I can share a personal problem with you. And um, I don't know, you can just mull it over a little bit and then maybe we'll discuss it next week. Um trying to think of a personal problem that I've got like a personal issue that I've got um I think the biggest issue at the moment with me is I've been finding it really like tricky to keep my room tidy um this is very well known to all of my friends and family and everything (laughs) I'm a very messy person in my room I do contain it within the walls of my room when I'm living with other people um but I'm I'm struggling at the moment with it it's a personal problem that I've got, like, it's a mess, it's disgusting, I'm currently in the process of tidying, because my mum's coming tomorrow, as I said, but, like, have you got some advice on how to keep it tidy, like, all the time, 
Like, I have a laundry basket. I have a bin. But everything just seems to end up on the floor. And help. <laughs> so, that is it. I'm going to be very disappointed if at least one person hasn't fallen in love with me. That's my hope for this. I hope I'm going to find my soulmate through this podcast. <laughs> so, if you if you think you're going to, you would fall in love with me, if you think that we could date and be soulmates, hit me up. Um, Instagram's at the Weird World of Rose. Um, link is in the description of this podcast. Um, <laughs> also, like, no pressure. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was just like a nice way to have. A bit more of like an in-depth conversation with a little bit of structure instead of me just rambling. So that's been what this podcast has been for the last few weeks. There's just been a lot of me picking a topic and then talking and getting very distracted. But I kind of like having these things. So if anyone has any other like quizzes, questionnaires, um, personality traits, BuzzFeed quizzes, I love BuzzFeed quiz, anything like that that you want me to do, let me know. If you're my friend, hit me up, put it in the comments on my Instagram, send me a DM on Instagram, you can send it into Anchor, um, anything really, just let me know because I'm really interested to know what you guys think, um, and let me know if you enjoyed this, um, thank you so much for bearing with me, um, I am going to be posting next Friday, um, I don't know what date next Friday is, I couldn't tell you right now, sorry, um, I don't have my phone with me, it's currently on charge in the other room, um, and I'm worried if I touch my laptop that it's going to stop recording before I want it to. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening and sticking with me to the end of this. I hope you found out something interesting about me and maybe something interesting about yourself. Um, and I will talk to you next week on The Weird World of Rose. Mm-hmm.